this episode is all about polycystic ovary syndrome in polycystic ovary syndrome poly means many and cystic refers to the cysts so you might think that having many ovarian cysts is a crucial part of polycystic ovary syndrome but while some people with polycystic ovarian syndrome do have ovarian cysts ovarian cysts are no longer unnecessary characteristics of the condition instead polycystic ovary syndrome is a dysfunction in the hypothalamic pituitary ovarian axis which are the hormones that regulate the menstrual cycle a normal menstrual cycle can be divided into two phases the follicular phase which takes place before ovulation and the luteal phase which takes place after ovulation during the follicular phase the hypothalamus secretes gonadotropin releasing hormone or gnrh gnrh makes the anterior pituitary gland secrete two other hormones called gonadotropin in roughly equal amounts which it releases in pulses one of these gonadotropins is the luteinizing hormone or lh the other is the follicle stimulating hormone or fsh lh and fsh travel to the follicles in the ovaries the follicles are small clusters of theca and granulosa cells that protects the developing oocyte or egg the theca cell develops lh receptors which allow them to bind lh and in response they secrete a hormone called androstenedione granulosa cells develop fsh receptors which allow them to bind to fsh and produce an enzyme called aromatase which converts the androstenedione into 17 beta estradiol a member of the estrogen family as follicles grow the level of 17 beta estradiol in the blood increases and it acts as a negative feedback signal that is it tells the pituitary to secrete less fsh less fsh in the blood means there's only enough to stimulate one follicle the follicle that has the most fsh receptors grows the quickest and becomes the dominant follicle at this point about midway through the follicular phase the granulosa cells also begin to develop lh receptors as that happens the dominant follicle keeps secreting estrogen and the rising estrogen levels make the pituitary more sensitive to the pulsatile action of gnrh from the hypothalamus blood estrogen levels start to climb and now the estrogen from the dominant follicle becomes a positive feedback signal that is it makes the pituitary secrete a whole lot of fsh and lh in response to gnrh this happens a day or two before ovulation and the massive surge of fsh and lh binds to the granulosa and the theca cells which help facilitate rupture of the ovarian follicle and release of the oocyte 
while the rest theca and granulosa cells degenerate and die off a now fully matured oocyte breaks away from the dominant follicle and pops out of the ovary the egg begins its journey journey down the fallopian tube to the uterus the luteal phase has begun while polycystic ovary syndrome affects the whole menstrual cycle it really starts with a breakdown in this follicular phase in polycystic ovarian syndrome the anterior pituitary makes too much lh at least double the amount of fsh excessive lh causes the theca cells to produce excess amounts of androestradiol way too much for those granulosa cells to convert the excess androestradiol flows into the blood and some of it gets converted into estrone by aromatase in fat or adipose tissue estrone like estradiol is a member of the estrogen family and it acts as a negative feedback signal stopping the anterior pituitary from releasing fsh because lh levels are really high there's no lh surge to trigger the dominant follicle to break away from the ovary so it may remain there appearing as a cyst or it might degenerate with the other follicles the bottom line is that ovulation doesn't occur now what causes the anterior pituitary to make so much lh is not well understood but because the majority of those with polycystic ovarian syndrome have insulin resistance it's thought that insulin resistance somehow disrupts the menstrual cycle insulin resistance happens when the cells in your liver adipose tissue and muscles become insensitive to insulin and the cells become less willing to pull in glucose from the blood stream and this can develop into diabetes mellitus now not want to give up the persistent pancreas secretes more and more insulin until it can get those cells attention as a consequence some people develop hyperinsulinemia or too much insulin in the blood theca cells have insulin receptors so excess insulin can bind to theca cells causing them to grow and divide and over time that means having too many lh receptors it's thought that the hypothalamus responds by speeding up it pulses of gnrh so that more lh is made by the pituitary high levels of androestradiol from polycystic ovary syndrome can cause hirsutism or hair growth on the chin and upper lip chest and back it can also lead to male pattern baldness meaning a thinning of the hair starting from the crown of the head as well as acne on the face chest and the back lack of ovulation causes amenorrhea meaning an absence of menstruation or oligomenorrhea 
मीनिंग इनफ्रिक्वेंट एंड इरेगुलर मैंस्टुरल पीरियड्स बोथ ऑफ विच कैन लीड टू इनफर्टिलिटी दोज विथ इंसुलिन रेजिस्टेंस मे बी ओवर वेट और ओबीज एंड मे डेवलप एकथोसिस नेग्रिकेंस विच आर डार्क वेलवेटी पैचेस इन द क्रीजेस ऑफ द नेक ग्रोइन एंड अंडर आर्म्स A diagnosis of polycystic ovarian syndrome typically is made when there is a high ratio of luteinizing hormone to follicle stimulating hormone as well as high levels of androestradiol in the blood. A pelvic ultrasound may reveal follicles on one or both ovaries that look like small cysts but these aren't necessary for the diagnosis. weight loss especially by eating foods with a low glycemic index can help reduce insulin resistance and can help improve the symptoms of polycystic ovary syndrome metformin can also increase insulin sensitivity spironolactone can be used to treat hirsutism but because it is teratogenic some form of contraception is required oral contraceptives can also help regulate the menstrual cycle clomiphene citrate can help induce ovulation a procedure called ovarian drilling which involves puncturing a cystic ovary can induce ovulation though it is not recommended for everyone because it can damage the ovary and doesn't resolve the overall hormone imbalance now summary all right as a quick recap polycystic ovary syndrome is marked symptoms related to excess androgen production like hirsutism acne insulin resistance and irregular or absent menstrual cycle polycystic ovary syndrome is associated with an overproduction of the luteinizing hormone by the pituitary gland and also with the insulin resistance